Okay, well, my name is Takara Wilson, 
but professionally, Arthur Vet Wilson or just Vet. Born and raised in Mississippi. Um, I relocated to Pennsylvania in 2013. Mm-hmm. And this is actually where I began my career as a writer. Um, I've been in the industry for nine long years. I've seen the best, the worst, all of it. <laughs> um, I am a criminal justice major. I graduate in September of this year. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am a mom. I am. I'm a mom. I also have a glam baby. I'm 36 years old. Um, I enjoy writing for other people. Um, I've written movie scripts. I've worked with Netflix behind the scenes as a writer. I've, um, I actually did two projects for an artist. I can't name names, obviously, but I wrote two songs for them. And the list goes on and on and on and on. Okay. You staying busy, I see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're aware that we do ask a series of questions, right? Absolutely. Okay, well let's get into it then. Um what you what made you choose this particular time period or setting for your story? Well, I didn't come in the game writing urban or street or none of that. I came in the game writing um, romance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I had this idea in my head. I was like, okay, where do I want to take this story? I need something. I need to touch another audience face, you know, go outside my box. Because I write in all genres, by the way. So, um. A friend of mine, he's an author too. Um, his name is Willie LeBlanc. He had the concept, but he didn't know what to do with it. Basically, the, the concept is just a rainbow of ideas, you know, okay. the setting. And so I was like, you should finish that. He was like, I'm not gonna write this. It was just some ideas I was jotting down. And he was like, well, Miss Ghostwriter, what would you do with it? And I told him, <laughs> and I was like, you trying to hire me? He was like, no, 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 no. I want to gift this to you because I know only you can bring this story to life like nobody can. And he literally uh-huh. gave me, it wasn't a story. It wasn't complete. It wasn't a manuscript. It was just like, like characters, names. And I took those right. names and just ran with it, basically. I got Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't he didn't write the story, but you know, he started the idea and you just built it from there. Yeah, because I was pushing him to like finish it. I said finish it, finish it. He would never finish it. You so did it for you, you finished it then. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and he was so proud when he read it. He was so proud. That's what's up. That's dope. Are there any themes in the book that you particularly Enjoy exploring. Um, Ty, T-Y. I'll tell you why. Um, most women dream of a man like that, and that's for fairy tales. You're not going to get no perfect, perfect men. If you do, that's God Himself. So, <laughs> um, 
I love playing around with his character. Yeah. You know, make him be vulnerable, but a thug when need to be. You see what I'm saying? Word. I wanted to send a message to men. Hey, you could be vulnerable. You could be sensitive and still be a protector of your lady. You don't have to feel like a like a weak dude because right, right. showing vulnerability that's not that's not a sign of weakness. Actually, that's really being a man because it takes a real man to show that in front of his woman. True. So, I enjoyed Ty. I enjoyed that whole thing with him. <laughs> Do you try to be original or deliver the readers what they want? Um, both. I could do both. Okay. Um, I do receive criticism. And I'm not one of those authors that get mad at a one-star review. Oh, you left? No, 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 no. Listen, I take that and I run with it. And I sit and I say, okay, so how can I make the next novel better? Uh -huh. um, how can I make it where I don't receive this same review for my new novel? So I try to do both, but I'm very original. Um, I take my life experiences and put it into the novel. So there's a piece of me in all of my work, all of my work, the erotica, the lit, the, the, the urban lit, the street lit, the romance, the drama, all of that. It's a piece of me in each one of those. So. Word up. What was the inspiration for this book? Wow, my husband's enemy. You know what? With the company, the publishing company, uh, usually they do a theme book coming up to like the holidays or, or the summer, stuff like that. And I really enjoy the theme-based novels. Um, but then again, like I said, you have betrayal everywhere in this world. Word. You will have a friend that's so jealous of your lifestyle and wants your lifestyle. They don't even realize what you went through to get that lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? So basically, it was just reality because I've seen it done. I've seen people be jealous of this person, that person. But in the same breath, they're, oh, that's my boy. That's my yeah. homie. That's my brother. I would lay down my life on the line for him and stuff. Or, and the same thing with women. Oh, that's sis. That's sis. Girl, that is not your sis. You don't even like her for real. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Just get real for once and stay true to yourself. So that that's where that came from. I got you. It's a lot. You right. It's a lot of shysty motherfuckers out here. Saw your back out. Do you listen to music while you write? If I so, do. what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I love all kinds of music. Um. I love Nina Simone. I love me some Nina Simone. Oh my gosh. I'm a neo soul kind of person. Uh -huh. Jill Scott, Erica Badu. Music um, Soul Child. Mm hmm. India Ari. Oh my God, I love them. So, yeah. So, so those, those your go to's when you want to get in that zone and, and do some good, right? Yes. Now, when I'm when I'm in the zone of writing a hood novel or a queen pen or king pen, I head straight to the old school hip hop. I only saw some of that new stuff because it don't make sense. So, right. <laughs> I'm more of an NWA and um, all that good stuff. NWA, Ice T, all of them. Yep. Are you, are you going back to the to the eighties? 
The 80s and mm-hmm. early 90s. <laughs> when it was real, when it had a meaning behind it. <laughs> I guess. I ain't going to say it don't have no meaning, but, you know, it, it, it got a meaning to the ones it's, it's yeah. intended for. You feel me? Yeah, it does. Are any other characters in your book based on people in your real life? If so, can you tell us more about the process of how it influenced your writing? In this particular novel, I want to say no. Um, No. That was basically freestyling. Mm -hmm. Um, I just sat down at my laptop and just went to work. Now, I will say this. They are based off the real personas of everyday people, if that makes sense. I guess. But in particular, not this one. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) Word up. What do you best, what do you do your best writing? Like a coffee shop or the office or the library? I'm not going to say my home office. That's where I do my clients right now. Um, to be honest, my bedroom. My yeah, bedroom man. is my, yes, it's my serenity, my peace. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's where I do my novels at. Yeah. You know, how, how do you do it? You only just type it out on the laptop? Or do you do a little old school? You use the pen and paper? No, I've school. never used. I've never used pen and paper. I just sit at the laptop and I just go to work. That's it. <laughs> what other hobbies do you have outside of writing? I can play acoustic guitar. <laughs> uh, I can. Um, I can write sheet music, like the actual composing of sheet music. I do that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a great cook. I'm trying to open up a little small soul food, authentic soul food restaurant here in PA because they don't have any. They have them, but it's not authentic. It's not um, authentic. At all. Um, I can design clothes, like design, design, like from scratch. Uh, what else? That's about it. Oh, you don't play. <laughs> no. Have it, have anyone ever come up to you and told you that they loved or hated your book? Um, at a book fair, one time I had a reader and she she literally hugged the life out of me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm an introvert by nature, so yeah, so I was really iffy, but at the same time, this is someone who supports my work. I'm not going to turn her away. She hugged me so tight and just whispered in my ear and just said, thank you for saving my life. Mm. I don't see my work. I don't see it. I just see it as a work of fiction or nonfiction, but that's what she said. Um, And then one time, it wasn't face to face. It was this, honestly, I think she was just crazy. I'm I'm just saying. You get those from time to time. She Every novel I put out, she would put a one star and the review would say, I didn't read this book yet. And she did that to me for three years straight. <laughs> I knew who she was oh, um, when I confronted her. Yeah, I knew who she was. 
when I when I confronted her, she let me know that another author in the industry paid would pay her to leave those reviews. And it happens. It does. It's so listen, the urban industry is so divided. It's so divided and they have no idea how much power we have if we would just come together and stop looking at each other as competition. You see what I'm saying? It's so divided. And I'll put it out there because I'm going to say it. The urban industry. Exactly. It's divided. It's too divided. It is. It is. You got to watch your back. You got to watch who you call friends. You got to watch who you trust with everything. And I mean that. People will use you. And when they climb their ladder, they dust you. you. Mm. Yep. Cut though down. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What 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 what's a good solution to kind of, you know, bring it together and you know, bridge the divide? The only solution is come together and to come together you have to want to learn from each other and mm-hmm. instead of teaching learn learn right. to listen listen to learn teach to discover all of that but and there's some people in the industry that feel the same way i do mm-hmm. and then you have the mass the masses that's just listen <laughs> they are only out for themselves um you're only a number to them or you're only a royalty to them and stuff like that. And like I said, people get used a lot in the urban industry. So you got to watch who you put on. You got to watch who you do favors for. You got to watch who you be loyal to. Um, Like I said, I've seen it all, heard it all, and been through it all in this industry. It's, listen, <laughs> it is. You have to have tough skin to be in this industry. Word. You really do. It's not all about books and stuff. It's deeper than that. Trust me. We got you, buddy. Can readers expect any more books in this series? Not this one. It was a standalone. Standalone. But I do plan on writing more just like it. Not just like it, but you know, of the genre. Mm-hmm. I do plan on I do. I am working on a couple of projects that's going to be released under um my company, Bossette. So yeah. That's what's up. What convention are fans most likely to find to catch up with you later this year? I was going to do the book signing or the book um the book event in Detroit this year, but I I chose not to for health reasons, of course. Okay. Um. I really have to be honest. I won't do any more book events until next year. Because by then, I'll have new, newer material out, you see. And then I'm rebranding. I got a few authors that I'm about to publish. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll be looking for you at the top of the year. How do you come up with the material you're writing about? Life. Life. Everything, or every lesson, I want to say, every situation in my life has a story to it. Everybody got a story to tell. Yeah. Um, 
everything has a story behind it. Literally, I would go somewhere to the store or something and I would see this girl or this guy or this couple together and their body language speak like speaks to me. So then I'll say, okay, I got an idea. So then I'll come home, type down my little ideas and be like, hmm, okay, where can I go with this? So yeah, life. Everything I see has a story. Everything from the trees, the birds, everything. Word. I got you. What on well, you pretty much test on it, but you know, we're gonna ask it anyway. What are your thoughts on the current state of the publishing industry? Ooh. Mm. I'm gonna say this. Speak your piece. There are so many multi-talented authors in the industry. Mm-hmm. Some of them are afraid to step outside of the box because they're too they're too they're too set on please pleasing the readers. I love my readers. I love them. I love them. Damn, they're like family. But though I write to deliver them a great story to give them inspiration and hope. I also do it for me. Mm-hmm. Writing for me is therapy. Okay. If if those authors are too afraid to step outside of their box, they will never know what the world or society will never know how talented and gifted they are because they're boxed in. Mm-hmm. And then with some of them, they have they have um people in their ear their friends or or family or or publishers or whoever agents and stuff like that telling them you can't write this you got to write that no you can't say this you got to say that while i understand it because nobody wants to read a book where where you're talking about being depressed all the time i suffer from depression i'm not throwing shade i'm just saying Mm -hmm. nobody wants to open your novel and see that every single time you see what I'm saying? Right. Nobody wants the cliche story of the girl. Okay, the girl she had a she she was molested when she was little. She was raped. She grew up. She got crazy. She want to kill all the men she see, and that's cliche. Right. Because in real life, not all survivors do that. I survived sexual abuse, domestic, all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up wanting to kill and hate every man I see, and I don't because right. they didn't do it to me. You see what right. I'm saying? Right. So if you don't, if you don't step outside of your comfort zone for you, you ain't gonna never go nowhere. Right. It's gonna be stuck writing the same old boring storyline. And and another thing, a lot of people, they only believe in happy endings. That's not reality. With me, you may get a happy ending. You may get a to be continued. You may get somebody just dead at the end. Right. You see that's what I'm life. saying? Because that's how it happens yeah, sometimes. That's, that's reality. It's not rainbows and sugar kings all the time. Right. So yeah, they need to just some of them just need to step out of that box. Stop playing it safe with your work and go mm-hmm. there. Go there. Word. Are you working well, you kind of touched on this as well too. Are you working on anything outside of the genre that fans might be interested in hearing more about? I am. Uh, Years ago, I wrote my life story. But when it was published, 
I found that parts that I wanted to remain. Matter of fact, it wasn't about my wants. A lot of my um, true story was deleted by an editor because my mm. then publisher told her that it couldn't it couldn't go into the book because I don't know. But that was years ago. That was way back in 2016. When I read the story, I was like, wait a minute, where is the rest of my story? Right. And then they published my story as a work of fiction. How can you publish my life story my as life a work of fiction? fiction? And I went through this pain, this this hell, this 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 mental breakdown. I went through the abuse. I went through the tears and the bloodshed and the all of that. And y'all gonna delete half of my story? Yeah, so I'm redoing my life story. Okay. I'm redoing it. I'm rewriting it. I'm gonna rewrite the whole thing. Okay. Um, aside from that, I have a novel that I'm working on called Akasha, Tribal Queen. And this girl, she's of African descent. Okay. Um, that's going to be really, really good. Oh, I have a novel coming out called PMS. Uh, Pathetic Male Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to make a lot of enemies, but this ain't about <clears throat> the men out there in the world. It's about my experience, my own account of what I dealt with personally. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not attacking no random man out there. I'm just telling my troops. I got you. So I'm writing that too. Okay. Give your fans and the viewers a little peep into my husband's enemy. Ooh, Ty and Eric. Ty and Eric. Ty is a millionaire. Eric is a thousandaire who wants to be a millionaire. So Ty owns this Fortune 500 company. What he does is he buys other companies when they're on the brink of um, bankruptcy and stuff like that. He's been trying to buy Essence, his love interest. He's been trying to buy her company for years. And it's it's doing good. It's not that it's going to bankruptcy. She actually, she actually was looking for a partner. And Eric, T.Y.'s friend, he's been trying to get on with Essence, too. So when he found out that Essence chose to work with Ty, as well as be in a relationship with Ty, he blew up. He hated it. Um, and then it digs deeper. Eric been hating T.Y. since they were in school. He was jealous of his grades. He was jealous that he was on a football team. He was even jealous of T.Y.'s son. And the son, T.Y. had a son, a baby boy that passed away um, before him in essence. Eric even digs deeper and literally makes the little boy's funeral about himself in a flashback that he was having which is in a novel. Um, Eric tried to set up T.Y. He went to the news, well, he slept with one of the news reporters just to get her to print a, a false um, story about T.Y., saying that he was laundering money and paying this person off and working with the mob. It's, it's just crazy. It's a romance, but it's drama-filled, and it's, it's about betrayal and trust and friendships and broken friendships and marriage and all of that good stuff and healing, too. So, there you have it. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good book. 
it, it sounds like it's gonna be some slimy shit going on now. Woo-wee. Yes, it is. Trifling. <laughs> Trifling. Just dirty. Hey, man. We come to the end of another episode of our own thing. And I, we'd like to thank our guest, Miss Vet Wilson, for coming through. Share your social media handles with them, you know, for the ones who want to follow you and check out your work. Absolutely. Follow me on Instagram at Arthur Vet Wilson. Follow me on Twitter at Vet Wilson. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can like my business page, Boss Vet Behavior Present. My other business page, Arthur is Vet. And then feel free to friend me or just follow me at Arthur Vet Wilson on Facebook. Um, Go ahead, go ahead. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. There it is. Y'all check out Vet Wilson, man. She got something to say. Hey, before we get out of here, let them know, you know, what to be expecting from you in the, in the near future, too. Please expect more, more, more bestsellers from me. Um, I'm working on two movie scripts for myself. Okay. So hopefully that falls through and I'll keep y'all updated. If you want to network, just hit me up on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, mostly Instagram, because that's where I do most of my, you know, promoting and stuff like that. Check me out. Thanks again, the vet. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Till next time, let's build one.